0: welcome 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 it is december 12th this is josh bailey jb coral is not here to do the welcome welcome so hopefully that was um that was good enough i guess you can say um today we are, i have a special guest guys really excited to to introduce um dave hines dave is um first time to the pod but he owns Huya coffee shop and um dave thanks for thanks for being here man appreciate no. you
1: Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be How here. excited are
0: you? <laughs> Dave and I were just talking about the number one do-nots do, do nots of uh, of a podcast, and that's to say that we're, we're both excited to be here. <laughs> I, I
1: catch myself every time when I've been interviewed or um – when I'm practicing what I would say on the podcast, right.
0: I'm so excited to be. I'm, here. I'm excited to be here, man.
1: Hey, God, I up God bless us.
0: Well, I, got, I feel like I kind of set you up for it, though, right? I, yeah, I, I kind of did that. I'm excited to be yeah. here, though. Hey, good. Thank you for being here. I'm
1: pumped to be here. <laughs> Change it up a little bit. I'm Change through, it up. I'm through the moon to be here.
0: So, so guys, you know, I have to talk a little bit of shit at first um, to Tyler and Coral. You know, I love you, Tyler and Coral. I love you so. I love both of you so much, but damn, guys, you know, you, you leave me to the pod to do it by myself. You know, I'm, I'm dedicated to the pod. You guys give me a shit time because I'm out of town all the time. But Carl is hunting, hasn't killed anything. So, Dave, at least he could kill something and bring some backstrap back, right? Hasn't done that. And, dude, to, to, to be honest, I don't even know what Tyler's doing. Supposedly he has this, and I'm I'm doing qu- open quotes, right, with my fingers, a family get-together, a family gathering. So, I don't know. Who, who cares about family, right? Not me. No. <laughs> But anyways, uh, you know, now that I gave Tyler and, and Carl a shit time, uh, hopefully they actually listen to the pod this week and and, uh, and and give me a little shit time after. But man, it, it's it's uh, you and I have had many of conversations, you know, definitely not recorded. So we'll we'll, we'll see how this one goes out. But um, I'm I'm really excited to just dig into a bunch of different areas here. Um, you know, one of the biggest things in, in in my mind, you own a business, right? And so so that's a huge part of it. But um, you know, so definitely want to get into that a little bit. Um, overall, get your perspective on it. It's, I know there's been a lot of time, energy, and effort into it, but you know, on the lighter side of things, I want to, I want to ask you a question, man, is that when you enter your house, mm-hmm. right, do you take your shoes off or do you keep them on while you're, while you're there?
1: The first thing I do is take them off. First thing you do is when, take them off. When I walk in, I've been this way, all the houses I've lived in. Uh, there's always an area where we take the shoes off when you come in. Okay. Um, I have my house shoes that are by the bed mm-hmm. that I'll, I'll put on if I'm just walking up to take out the trash, but my boots go by the door every day when I come in.
0: So is this were you born and raised this way, or was this something that you, you guys initiated
1: um, I th- originally? I think as kids we came in with our shoes on because yep. we were a bunch of animals. Uh, but <laughs> – when, when, I moved out when I was young, so I was 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may have been 17, but I'm pretty sure I was 18 when I first moved out on my own, and um, I mopped, I swept, I, I did all the cleaning, and so shoes came off as soon as you came in. That's right. Uh, but also, at the time, I was also working offshore, and when you went on these rigs or platforms, out of respect, you take your work boots off, they had a little changing room, okay. and you put your inside shoes on, um, and so I, I think that just caused the mindset mm-hmm. of, you have your outside shoes right. and inside shoes. Um, and when I came home, I just took my shoes off, and I don't know where Bobby got it from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so so that, that 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 segue is perfect because, I, Dave, I, I've never taken my shoes off. Like still to this day, in my house, I don't take my shoes. That's off. That's insane. I, it or, well hold on, I have been educated on this fact. Right? Like they they we need to like do uh, samples of what's on the bottom of our feet, right? Dinner oh, into your house, so. Um, and you know what? I think spending some time up north, mm-hmm. where there's snow, and you have to take off your shoes. If yep. not, you're dragging, you know, ice and salt into the house, which we all know that salt just tears and erodes right. everything up, right? And so um, I was recently in in Illinois, um, and you know it it was just it's, it's what they do. Mm-hmm. They they take off their their shoes before they they like enter the house house right. There's like a another, mud room. Right? There's room like a mud room mm-hmm. or something like that that you take it on. And uh, and you know. I, I'm just not in good manners, man. So I forgot to take my shoes off once. And, you know, Rolo, <laughs> Rolo was, um, this is uh, bo- uh, bo- Bobby's little boy. He's like, hey, hey mommy, um, Mr. Josh still has his shoes on. I'm like, number one, you're tattling. That's not a good thing. <laughs> but I was like, secondly, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm such a jerk. Yeah. And I was like, guys, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Please accept my apologies. Like, you guys have a beautiful house. I don't want to, like, mess it up. And they're like, no, it's, it's okay. You know, they're being mm-hmm. sweet, sweet guests, but. They were like, you know, one of the biggest reasons why we why we've always done this. And I was like, why? It was like the research that we've done. The amount of feces that's on your shoes um, for just from walking outside is like unbelievable, yeah. right? And uh,
1: wait a minute, <laughs> who did the research on this?
0: <laughs> you know, this is uh, Cambridge University. No, I don't know. Uh, Phoenix Online University. <laughs> they said They paid. They paid a couple people five bucks to. to New Hampshire U. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Someone online school, man. Exist. Right. You well know, it, it kinda goes to the I think at one time in this in the city of San Francisco there was an app where like you would take a picture when they when you saw human feces and you would upload it to the app. And this app got super popular. this was like a decade ago or something yeah. like that, right? But literally Google it if you get a chance, Google it. It's like, you know, human feces in San Francisco, this app's gonna pop up and it'll show you like it pings the I'm amount on. of
1: Let's keep safe search on when I do that. <laughs>
0: Good point. Good have point. A keep
1: safe search on. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. Probably, probably not. Cliff notes to this. Okay, Dave.
0: You know, well, one thing. You don't. Unfortunately, we don't have Carl and Tyler like to protect you from from my dumbass comments. But yeah. sometimes you got to take me just
1: just it's very surface safe.
0: level, man. <laughs> keep keep your keep your parental uh uh search on even yeah. when you're talking to me, man.
1: Gonna yeah. I'm gonna look it up on the girls' computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have all the parental guidelines yeah, on they, there, right? Uh, yeah, man. That's insane. Nope. We we've always done the shoes thing at our house and when you came over, like I looked over and I saw you said your shoes on, I was like, Oh my god You man.
0: know, I, I was very conscious of that man and and now looking back I'm like, Oh my I'm, I'm a freaking jerk.
1: None of us has shoes on. I'm
0: a, well, I didn't realize yeah. So this is how ignorant of the fact of wearing shoes in your house I am. Like I I wasn't even
1: that aware. Yeah.
0: But you were you you knew you I'm, were aware of it. I'm
1: that way. As soon as I walk in I take my boots and my boots I wear cowboy boots every day. Uh, and so when I walk in, I've got to go through the process of taking them off. Yeah. Even if I'm just coming to get something out the fridge to walk right back out the door, I take my shoes off, I go in the house, I get it, put my <laughs> shoes back on, right. go back out. So, um, so
0: you guys were nice enough to, you, you and Shana were nice enough to have me over to your house say nothing. And, and feed me. And I walked in with my shoes that probably had feces on it, and you,
1: and, you, and you were so nice and didn't say anything. Oh, man. What a horrible get on well, like- <laughs> But we thought about it and have not invited you back since. <laughs> you really haven't, though. I no, don't know. <laughs> that's why we're meeting somewhere else.
0: <laughs> we're at Corner Bars, uh, yeah. Youngsville, the, the one beer sponsor. that We can keep our shoes here. So. Studies
1: have shown there's no feces on the floor here. <laughs>
0: probably just they, they disinfect it so much. Yeah, is they what do. It is,
1: right? They have a big well, mat to catch it.
0: Well, so... so it, it's it's a big thing to me, man. Like I'm I'm so conscious of shoes now. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> now this creates other issues. I don't. I want to be the most respectful guest possible, right? Bring goodies. Um, well, so sock game, man. Like mm-hmm. my sock, I only get. This is gonna sound really bad. I only get new socks, man, for Christmas every year. I think my mom still buys me like uh, socks and underwear so that's the only time I get new socks so now that i got to take off my shoes everywhere because now like i'm going to force myself to um now i almost have to
1: know, oh, man. I don't even know what to Spring think. bring a know. pack of booties or like the leftover mask or something like that. You can wrap the mask <laughs> on it at the
0: front and the back. Thank God we can use a mask for, for that something. instead of a mask. Hit it was some
1: sanitizer. <laughs> what saw, are, are booties
0: I, like the like just little covers for your... Yeah, for your, yeah. I, I, I'd just rather take off my take off my shoes, Yeah. You know? I, I
1: saw. Uh, speaking of sanitizer, I saw at the, uh, the ReStore in Lafayette the other day. I was, I was going look for something for the shop and um, when I went, they had the Zep Hand sanitizer stations for sale for like twenty bucks. Okay. I thought about getting one. I was like, I'm gonna put that at the house. So just people come in, just have this 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 huge industrial hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer station. Thing. Come in, hit it real quick. Get all
0: get all cleaned up, man. You do like
1: the basketball players, the one sports thing I know, and they wipe the bottom of their shoes. Oh know, right. I don't know well, why they're doing it, but just sanitize uh, it real quick.
0: <laughs> I think it's more grip than than anything else. That makes sense. But just because the no, it is a dirt thing. So okay, when they when they rub, think about how dirty Imagine that is.
1: Feces on their hands. <laughs> Bruh. And then on the
0: basketball, and then, Bruh. oh, my God. And it's then you wipe your
1: everywhere. face. Woo. Yeah. Good. But anyways,
0: that, that, that was my rant. My rant was, do you take your shoes off or not? I, you know, I put a poll on Instagram. Majority of people do not, man. I think, it, I think it's a south thing. I think it's a southern thing.
1: No, man. I,
0: look, I, I can pull it up right now, man. It's, I'll give you the percentage, and it's pretty it's pretty crazy. But that goes to show you that the, hold on, here we go. 20%, 20% take their shoes off. I mean, it's not a huge, like, it's like 10 people right now, but still, like. Tw- <laughs> so so when you listen to this, thank you, man. Appreciate it.
1: What's 20% of uh, 10 people?
0: Two? Uh, two. <laughs> two uh, well, no, two out, of, two out of 10. Two out of 10. So if you do that by 1,000, right, like, do that math. What is that, 20? 20 out of 1,000, right? If you keep the. Keep the
1: averages, twenty out of a thousand? Yeah, yeah isn't that?
0: <laughs> no, that's not twenty no. percent. That's two hundred. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Look, man. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only someone intelligent on days oh, Monday through Friday. You know, when, when it comes to so when it's Sunday, it's a little bit, a little bit crazy. I got that. But, but anyways, if I can, if I can pivot a little bit, man, is I, I didn't want to just uh, joke about uh, feces on on shoes and taking your shoes off or not. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to dig into a little bit of like you know obviously you you own a business Mm -hmm. that that's first off and I kind of hinted at that before but um just kind of a little bit insight of like why why a coffee shop Mm -hmm. right why a coffee shop why coffee and then why Youngsville so you know we both you and I live live in Youngsville and 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 I kind of have my own own reasons of of being here but was there anything that kind of stood out to you was it like why not laugh yet? Yep. But just, yeah, give me just your overview and wherever you want to run with that.
1: I, I want to preface it with uh, anytime I say I, it's, it's, it has to be understood that it's we. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, it's myself, my wife, Shayna, and our business partner, Kylie. There's there's three of us that run this place. And if it wasn't for the three of us, um, I, I really, for the life of me, cannot understand how somebody can run a business, whether small or large, by themselves. Um that the people that I do know that have a business by themselves, it's unbelievable what they're able to get done by themselves. Uh, so I'll say that. So if you hear me say I, it is it's 100% we. Yeah. Um, and I'll try to use we as much as I can because it is a team effort.
0: Yeah, and that was probably a bad job by me being, mm. like, you know, helping, like, helping establish that. Yeah. That it, it is, you know, guys, I once again, Dave and Shana have, uh, which is his wife, have invited me to their home, and we've, we've broken bread. L- literally, yep. <laughs> Dave, have taught me like different, different types of grains. Um, and, and one of the beautiful things, man, I, I got to comp, like, I'll let you answer the question, of course, but I just wanted to compliment you guys, man. You guys work so well. Like yep. and we talked about it a little bit earlier before we started the pod, but the, um, the idea of like, you guys are like, married and you run business. Yeah. Right. And like, that is not an easy thing to do, but we'll, we'll dig into that. I'm sure a little bit, a little bit more, but yeah, man, like why coffee shop and then um, why, why Youngster?
1: Coffee came to me in a, in a really strange way. It was by accident and I've told this story a hundred times. Um, so I was working and the, the guy I was in the car with, who I worked with, uh, we were in a drive-thru. He was picking up Starbucks. I was 30 before I had my first cup of coffee. Um, he was getting his coffee and when they handed it to him, we were at Starbucks. Um, the car in front of them Had ordered wrong They made the drink wrong So they had a free one To give away um, And they offered it to me And he told me It's okay if I curse For a second Oh please Yeah My buddy looked at me Because I was like I don't, I don't drink coffee I don't want it mm. uh, He looked at me and said Take the fucking coffee <laughs> so,
0: Okay did, did he have that That deep of
1: voice it's When exactly he did exactly the way He said it He was like Take the fucking coffee <laughs> Okay So I took the coffee It was a java chip frappuccino That got me hooked That was the gateway Coffee for me Gotcha Um and if it wasn't for the the kindness of the girl working the window, uh, even with it being Starbucks, if it wasn't for her saying, hey, here's this coffee, because how easy would it have been for her day to just throw it away? It. Yeah, just don't. And it. I wish I could find her and give her a big hug and say, just say, thank you for changing my life trajectory um, more so than the guy who was in the car, because that's just his mentality. He would have told me to take a Diet Coke, you know? <laughs>
0: Drink the fucking Diet Coke.
1: <laughs> so, but she changed my life trajectory wow. just by that simple act of giving me something that, um, was uh, somebody else's trash. It was my treasure, right? Yep. Uh, so she handed me the java chip frappuccino. Uh, I, I drank it. I got hooked on it. And I said, this is great. Um, I'm hyper-competitive by nature. Um, and so I said, well, I'm also cheap. Uh, <laughs> so I can't keep buying we, we like to call that frugal. I'm frugal. frugal. Yeah, I'm yeah. frugal. Um, but I also started looking at, hey, how can I make this at home and make it better? Yeah. Uh, with the equipment that I had, a Mr. Coffee Pot, um, I could not. Um <laughs> And so it just kind of went from there. Um, It's how I got introduced into coffee. Nice. Um, It's an attainable luxury. Uh, So let's say you want to go out and have a great glass of wine. You start getting mess or something like a really expensive bottle. It can get unattainable to a point. Mm, Yep. Um, A good good bag of coffee, you know, you might pay 20 bucks for it. For a great bag that you'll be able to drink on for a month. That's not bad. You know, yeah, and especially not at all. if you if you start getting into pour overs, you can get a good pour over set and and get into a good pour over set for under two hundred dollars. That'll last you years. Yeah. Um, and you just buy your coffee. Fifteen to twenty dollars is the highest in coffee that you can probably get in this area. Um, that's really attainable. So for me, it was uh, it was an interesting. Um, concept of, of just an attainable luxury that I could have and really dive into some of the technical aspects of it. So
0: Yeah, well, and, and then, uh, you know, I don't know the stats of it, but just in terms of a business, right, you think about, you know, uh, uh, like um, a stimulant, right, or a depressant, yeah, obviously alcohol is a depressant, so when we talk about coming to a bar or something like that, that, yep. that you know, not, not that it's, that is known to be unhealthy, but mm-hmm. I would say I'm a huge fan of caffeine, right, yep. if there's one, one drug that I could not live without, you know, I could probably say i I don't need a drink but caffeine is one of the one of those things that that like it 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 plays such a huge part of my day right on a daily basis literally sunday through saturday Mm -hmm. um it can be a very very great business to to get because everyone everyone i guess indulges it in some form or fashion whether it's you know uh uh um what it Cogers uh yeah. Folger, oh my god, Cojers? Wait, what what was that? Foj <laughs> <laughs> we'll end that one. It's,
1: it's Folgers Coffee. Folgers, yeah, sorry.
0: Fo Folgers. Folgers Coffee in a, in a in a Mr. Coffee, you know, maker or or a pour over yeah. like that, you know, most people are gonna are gonna dive into that. So once you kinda got hooked on it. Did, did you, were you aware of kind of the, the upside of it that like, Hey, this is a, a big industry that, that produced I, a lot of money.
1: I wasn't at first. And, and there came a point when, in my career where I was looking for another uh, another line of work mm-hmm. and um, we were trying to figure out, well, Bobby hit me with a question that I had never, my, my brother's Bobby Hines. If, if um, I'm sure some of your listeners, have heard you mention him before. Yeah. And I'm not sure if Carl or the other guys know him, but mm-hmm. um so Bobby hit me with a question when I was looking for work. He's like, hey, man, I'll, I'll help you with whatever business you want to open. What do you want to do?
0: It, uh, a really good question. Yeah, so imagine it's just being question. in
1: the middle of a salt mine or a salt flat, and hey, which, which direction should you go in? And you look around. There's no land in any direction. You're like, oh, I don't know. Which way should I go? And it's a big decision. You put a lot of effort into going into a direction that might be the wrong one. Uh, and he's there like, hey, I'll give you the fastest and best car. You can drive wherever direction you want to go. I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, so we started thinking, and uh, we, we looked at a few different things, and um, Shana and I ended up with uh, coffee. Uh, we were both starting to get really passionate about coffee. Uh, I get really passionate about things and uh, go full tilt into it, um, and coffee was something I was going full tilt into at the time, and um, yeah, we just continued going full tilt into it and went with coffee. Um we were uncomfortable with going into a brick-and-mortar at the time. That was in 2016. Mm-hmm. So we went with a coffee trailer, which was more of an attainable and a safer bet for us. Um, and so that's what we went with, and we started with a coffee trailer. Um, and the, the way we went into the specialty coffee world was we went to a class. Um, we were doing some research about um, schooling and classes for starting a coffee shop because we knew we didn't have it, and we needed kind of a crash course in it um first one I came up was Texas coffee school with Tom Vincent and when we went to his class um, unbeknownst to me it was more about the specialty coffee world I had never had specialty coffee <laughs> um, so
0: not not only was it a crash course but it was a crash course on on, on a whole new topic you yeah, didn't even know probably existed yeah, right it was
1: it was going to your first driving class and driving a Ferrari or something like that <laughs> you know um, it was it was really intense coffee uh, that I had never been experienced uh, exposed to right, um, so the first sip that I took uh, and it was a single origin pour over I had always uh, before that Java Chip Rappuccino type stuff and that was our business model it was going to be that um, I took a sip of that blew my mind away um, yeah. it was black coffee that was just perfect the way it was um, didn't need anything extra it was just perfect um, and he taught us this, that's how coffee can be and there's a whole different level of coffee in that. Um, and then I started getting exposed to places like Rev and some of the shops around here. They're doing great things. Yep. And um,
0: yeah, shout, shout out to Nathaniel Johnson who. Yep. Uh, who, who roasts and, and has a couple coffee shops around here, right?
1: Yep. Um, he is the premier roaster for this area. And, yep. and I think outside of this area as well, uh, the more exposure they get, I think the more premier they're going to become. Um, not only do they have a great product, but they're just a great group of people there. Yeah.
0: So. You know, one, one thing to kind of add on to, like, you think about the, the idea of premier coffee or, mm-hmm. like, high – <laughs> this is my version of high-end coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Any anytime I think about your shop, right, Huya, like, I'm not, I'm not going to get – uh, uh, a super sweet coffee, right? I mean, I, you guys have that um, because you almost, you, you have to, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you're going to have so many different types of customers that come into the door. But if I, like, I'm not going to go to CC's. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go to Starbucks. When I want coffee, like a nice cup of coffee, I'm coming to your shop, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I was, I on a very early age, whether it's when I moved up to Lafayette from Patterson, because both one, one thing to kind of take several steps back is we're both from the same area, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. around the St. Mary Parish area, Patterson, Franklin. And um, you, you just don't get exposed to that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like it, it's it's a whole another I guess, world when you get introduced to it. So mm-hmm. I started with something very, very sweet. And then thankfully I had some really good people to, to kind of bring me into the to the the higher end side of things, yeah. right? And and this is not like we're not talking like you said. This is this is an attainable like luxury, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, we're talking about a four four buck a cup, yeah. You know, kind of enjoyable, nice cup of yeah. coffee, right?
1: Yeah, you're talking about a uh, let's say our pour over, which is probably our highest our highest um, cost drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so a good pour over. Um, you're talking about a single origin being... That, that came from a, a, a farm where the, the small farmer um, grew these beans. They handpicked them, they washed them, they shipped these beans to the United States. Rev got a hold to them, um, roasted them, sent them to us. Like they go through a lot of, they go through a big process to get to us. And we're in here grinding it and, and putting a lot of effort into brewing it correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing a lot of respect to Rev for the roast that they did. Rev showing a lot of respect to the, the farmers and the process to get it to them um for four dollars and it's a great cup of coffee you don't need to add anything else to uh, well if
0: you do it's 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 almost like a <laughs> it you you don't you can't enjoy you know look I'm, I'm gonna you can be nice, Dave, but I, but I won't. Like, if you if you order a pour-over and you add something to it, then shame on you. Like, get out right now. No, I'm
1: kidding. Josh We're said kidding. that, not who ya Yeah, right. That was me. So, hoo and, and, and our mindset on that is, is it's your cup of coffee you paid for. Yep. You drink it however you want. Um, I'm going to give you the best cup of coffee that I can give you. And however you want to enjoy your coffee, I'm just happy you're enjoying it. Yep. Um, now, usually I will ask the customers, if they seem like the type that's approachable, try, try it how it comes. Um, and just, just give it a shot. And if you like it, continue. But if not, if, if you want to ask them to do it, to make it yours, do it. Yeah. Everybody's palate's a little bit different. Um, they may have eaten something earlier that day or they may smoke and they just need that milk to kind of calm it down or whatever. Uh, make it enjoyable. I'd rather you enjoy your cup of coffee um, than, than not. And so. Well,
0: and, and I think that's the I'm, – I'm I'm being the judgmental one here, <laughs> yeah. not not you, but – you know, if there's one thing I have to compliment you guys on is is the, is kind of the environment that when you walk into Huya, I don't think I've ever used the drive-through, which I, I know we want to talk about a little bit, yep. but um, I don't I don't think I've ever used it. I've all, always walked in. I've always stayed for at least you know 10, yep. 15 minutes every time I was there, normally a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but th- there is just definitely a sense of like environment that you walk into or culture culture yep. is probably the better word. Right. And I know that, that you guys have thought a lot about, uh, mm-hmm. just about like the feel, the, the level of music. Right. Mm-hmm. Can, can you talk a little bit just about like, how did, how did that come about? Like, is it through experiences that you've, that you've been through that, that, that you've kind of been a, a stickler, a stickler for that?
1: A hundred percent. And you, you've heard on, on personal conversations about, uh, body language and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, microfacial expressions. You're, that t- you're really good at that, by the way. That, that I've talked to you about. <laughs> right. uh, so there's things uh, quietly intentional is what we call it. Mm. Uh, so there'll be things like quietly intentional. The fact that our, our painting is really light colored, it's inviting, it's light. Uh, the music that we pick is purposely non-worded. It's just it's just music, easy listening to music. Um, so it, it doesn't. Is anybody can listen to it? And you're not paying any mind to what's going on. It's just kind of in the background, um, complimenting the shop. Um, People have asked about our logo. Um, our logo is a peace sign with bright colors, and it's just—it's—it's it's easy to look at, and it's also inviting. Mm-hmm. Um, our peace sign—it's a hand sign that's doing the, the peace sign. Um, you know, one of our staff members asked, I'm like, "Hey, what's the what's the, um, the idea behind the, the hand sign?" I was like, "Oh, it—it's instantly recognizable as welcome, peaceful. I'm happy to have you here. Hey, good well luck day. to you. Safe travels. Whatever." Uh, I said, imagine if we had somebody with a hand sign sticking the bird. Like <laughs> everything, the exact same, but the hand sign of somebody sticking the bird walking in. It's instantly, I don't want you here. I don't like you. You're not welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just walk in with these, these instantly intentional things that just say, "Hey, you're welcome here. You're wanted here." Um, the staff uh, when we when we did the initial hiring phase, uh, the first I think twelve that we hired on, um, there was no like. Um, company greeting that we wanted to there was no um and people our age will probably get the welcome the good burger home of the good burger um
0: can i get your order yeah
1: so i didn't want that uh, and we asked him like hey just just welcome people however you would welcome a friend walking in right so me when somebody walks in 99 percent of the time is hey bud hey how's it going hey hiya whatever it's it's, it's just a hey or i might just give them a, a quick like hey i i see you i acknowledge you thanks for coming recognize in recognize him yeah Um, And I told them, just do the same. So Logan is, hey, bud, or hey, I'll be with you in just one second. Mm -hmm. You know, she acknowledges everybody that comes in, and all the staff is that way. They acknowledge people the way they would if it was their friend walking in the shop. Um, And and that's just organic, and it's just it feels welcoming and warming. Uh, Is there times we miss it? Yep. Um, But that's what we strive for. Uh, And I think 99% of the time we catch people when they come in, hey, I see you. I appreciate you coming in, Yeah. Uh, and on their way out, hey, I see you, thanks for coming in, I really appreciate you. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that we sell more than coffee is uh, self-value, and self-worth. When you come in, we want you to feel your worth. Like, hey, I appreciate you being here. You know, uh, yeah. I, I appreciate you taking taking this exit, taking this turn, parking in our parking lot, getting out. A lot of things have to happen, you know, and you being from the, the, the fitness world, like, how many things have to happen in your body to make your legs get up and get out the car and all the things that have to happen for you to walk in our door to then want to spend money at our shop? A lot of things. Uh, and I acknowledge that and I appreciate you doing that because yeah. you didn't have to. Right. Nobody's forcing you to. It's not like um, It's not like going to get your driver's license if you want to drive. Like, you can start your day without coffee. You can start your oh, day yeah. without coffee from us. Yeah. Uh, you've made a conscious effort to come to us man I, I, I notice that and I really appreciate that
0: you, you know what uh, especially you know once again coming from a background like my, let me say it right this time my dad only drunk like Fogers. Mm-hmm. my mom doesn't even drink coffee um, so I remember as a kid like waking up and like smelling coffee like oh yeah right mm-hmm. and then trying it my, my dad drunk. Fogers just black, right? So, yeah, (laughs) that's real rough. And so my experience with coffee has never necessarily been good, and Mm -hmm. so I just ignored it. And so being ignorant of coffee when you walk into a coffee shop, man, honestly, it can be intimidating. Super. Yeah.
1: That's one of the things that we picked up on early on, Mm -hmm. and and from us coming from a small community, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, even coming into a bar, um, they did a really good job here at Corner Bar. Shout out to the girl. I don't know her name, but she came over. When I sat down, I don't go to bars. If I drink, I drink at home, or um, I don't drink. Right. Uh, I don't know the process coming into a bar. I don't know how to order. When she set a tab, like, I... <laughs> say,
0: what, what are you talking about?
1: I have no idea what you're talking and, about. And they
0: do it a little bit differently here. Normally, like, uh, they you put a credit card on file or whatnot, yeah. and they keep your card. Mm-hmm. But over here, they give it back. Yeah. Probably gets too many damn drunk people, and they they forget their card over Dang, here.
1: Man, it was, it was such an intimidating process for me when I yeah. walked in. Um, so I just came and I sat down. I knew you weren't here yet uh, and I was going to wait for you to get here. She came over, sweet as can be, um, asked me if she can get me anything and, and was really kind about explaining the process to me because I, I just had no idea. Yeah. Um, it can be the same thing in a coffee shop, right? 100%. Um, they come in. They don't know where to order. Where's the menu? What's a latte versus a cafe au lait? Um, I order a macchiato from Starbucks. What do y'all have? Don't worry. We got you. Whatever you want. You know, If and, and listen, if they, order, if they order a traditional macchiato versus a more contemporary macchiato, I know as soon as you order, if you say caramel macchiato, I know as soon as you order what you want, yep. I'm just going to make it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to make it. But if Bobby comes in and he orders a macchiato, a, it's a I know traditional. exactly what he wants. Yeah, exactly. I got you. Yep. Yep. No worries.
0: Can, really quick, can you explain the difference between, I, I don't know, is, oh, are, are you able to explain that? Like, yeah, 100%. Be, because that, like, that's one thing that... I didn't even know existed right like once again I've, I've been very maybe even like spoiled to mm-hmm. say that like I've only really known a traditional macchiato yeah um, I, I don't know what probably like everybody goes to Starbucks and gets
1: yeah so a traditional macchiato is gonna be a, a either a ristretto or single shot um, depending on where you're at and, and that also depends on where you're at in the world and where you're at in this country yeah. on what their traditional shot is in Louisiana, what our traditional shots are is a double shot of espresso, and you just mark it. Macchiato means mark um, in, in Italian. Um, you mark it with steamed milk. Uh, so it's usually just going to be a dollop of steamed milk and a little two to three ounce espresso mug. It's a little baby cup, right? It is a baby yeah, cup. Yeah, it's a little baby cup. So it's, imagine <laughs> if you had a small child having a tea party. <laughs> it's going to be a that size cup, yep, exactly. and it's going to cost a lot. Yeah the reason being is because espresso isn't easy to make uh there's a lot of processes and expensive equipment to make espresso and then to steam the milk for that drink you also have to steam a lot of milk Mm -hmm. um so we're steaming enough milk for a cortado or a bigger drink um but only using a dollop of it for this drink so we still have to charge for that right of course yeah that's the business side of things that isn't always fun to talk about but uh it's a small drink and it when they come in, they order a macchiato and you hand them a, a two to three ounce drink. They, what some people, yeah, some people look
0: at you like, <laughs> what is What is what this? Is this? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not at a kid's tea yeah. party right now. <laughs> so
1: um, if they come in, they ask for a, a uh, we call it more of a contemporary macchiato. Mm-hmm. So uh, caramel macchiato, uh, vanilla macchiato, something like that. Uh, we instantly know they're talking about an inverted latte. So it's a 12, 12 ounce drink normally. Um, it's going to be steamed milk that's put in first, and then the the latte or the oh no, sorry not the latte the espresso is put on top, and then they mark the top of that with whatever flavoring. So if they'll they'll mark the top with caramel. Mm, yeah. So you'll see uh, it's it's a white foamy milk, and you'll see a dollop or a mark of espresso <laughs> in the middle, and then you'll see the the caramel or the mark of vanilla, would have you um, marked on top of that. And so it's still a mark, and it's still you know, in, in the, the still marked. Right. Uh, but it's not the traditional version of it. Exactly. Um, they won't notice when we charge them, we'll just charge them for a latte and we'll write in the notes inverted mm. or we'll write in the notes, macchiato. Most people
0: don't, don't even notice what they won't they even yet.
1: notice. And, right. and cause it'll just be on our, on our ticket when the barista is making the drink. Uh, but that's the way to make them not seem put off or uncomfortable. Uh, we want it to be a comfortable place for them to come in and I'm order sure. whatever they want. Yep. Um, we get drinks. Um, they order drinks that are s- specific to Starbucks or CC's or some of the other shops, and that's okay. Um, um, if we can't make it, we tell them. You know, if they say, "Hey, I want a unicorn frappe." Uh,
0: whatever the heck. I'm Honestly, whatever the heck that yeah, is, whatever, I mean. that, is, I'm, <laughs> whatever I'm, I'm, that is, I'm sorry, we can't do that. Um, right.
1: But if you tell me what you're looking for, we can we can try making you something. If we can't, I don't want to disappoint you with one of the things that we have if you're looking for something else right um, yep.
0: and so we just tell them that but, but I'm sure you, like no matter what and, and once again like shout out to you guys for like I, I'm, I'm being the bougie one here and saying like what a traditional macchiato and, and, and if I ever go to a coffee shop that's that's kind of the deciding factor whether yep. you like I stay there or not yep. <laughs> you know like I've thankfully I've been I've been uh, I've been to your shop mm-hmm. I've been to Nate's shop and, and because of those experiences I kind of can can differentiate between like a Starbucks type, a CC's type and once again, no offense to those guys, like they they have their own place in it, right? It's just a, what I would describe Mm -hmm. as like a higher end, Mm -hmm. um, not only service, but experience and coffee, just, uh, you know, summed summed up um, um, in in a a coffee shop, right? So I think the, um, you guys do a really good job of kind of finding that balance, right? Like hometown feel fit, you know, great culture, but at the same time, you can probably fix anybody, just about anything.
1: We, we try to. And, and craft is in our name. It's ya Craft Coffee. Right. Um, and so we, we craft things. You know, Even our frozen uh, lattes that we put out are, aren't blended drinks. It's a, it's a, it's a custom-made mix that we make in-house. And a lot of people don't realize that. We craft all of our syrups. Uh, we make everything but the sugar-free syrups. And this is because I don't know how to make a sugar-free syrup. <laughs> so, But we make all of our syrups.
0: There's some chemicals in there, I'm sure, right? There's some chemicals
1: in there I don't understand. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and yeah. I don't know how to work with. And so we outsource that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we only have two of them. Um, yep. And we use um, a, base, um, a base sugar-free syrup, and we add our extracts to it to make it our flavor profile yep. so that if you decided um, that you wanted to switch from sugar syrups to sugar-free, it's going to taste about the same the mouthfeel is going to be different because of the sweetener but it's going to taste the same as the the sugared ones um but we craft a lot of things and we just do a quiet a lot of quiet intentional things uh and that's to to make us not be pretentious and to make us a little bit more approachable to those who have ventured out of that car and taken that exit and decided that they were going to put the, the muscle into coming into our shop um and you know like i said we appreciate that and and uh couldn't survive without the people who decide to do that daily or weekly or however yeah. much they are, even yearly. Uh, right. Cause we've talked about t- that too. I'm, I'm a terrible consumer. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll go to a place and love it and never go back mm-hmm. and I'll talk highly of it. Uh, but I'm just a terrible consumer. Yeah. That goes into my competitiveness and I'll just cook it at home. That's a great pizza. Yeah. Like, I, I can figure that can out myself. That right. Home. Yeah. yeah. What,
0: by, by the way, you, I believe you did when you invited me over to dinner, you and Shane yeah. invited me. You, yeah. You, Oh, it was cow's Yeah. Calzone. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pizza, calzone, It's own. It. It's you it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pretty much. Just right. Over. Well, and, and so speaking of kind of being it, I want to come, I want to come back to like being innovative, but I first wanted to kind of talk about something that is, is really close to my heart. Right. And, uh, you know, and once again, I am I know both of us, were very thankful for the positions that we're in mm-hmm. and, and our journey that we've come so far, right? Everyone has their own journey. But the, the, the when you own a business, right, the difference of being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and I would definitely consider both you and Shana, you know, I, I don't know your, your, your business partner Kylie. as well. Kylie. Mm-hmm. I don't know her nearly as well. I've def, I think I've definitely met her before. Mm-hmm. But, but really the three of you and kind of uh, the, this team. But, you know, l- let's just say like the entrepreneur entrepreneurial life, mm-hmm. right? Compared to being an employee. Yep. Once again, there's nothing wrong with being an employee of a, of a business, right? Because we all have our our really our job and our duties to do. But can you just talk a little bit about like what is your take on being a business owner, the, maybe the the benefits of that, mm-hmm. right? But also some of the downfalls maybe yep. compared to being an employee? where there's obviously some benefits and down, downfalls of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what, What's like the biggest thing that stands out to you being, being an entrepreneur or business owner?
1: Uh, owning the wins and owning the losses. Um, you know, you, Any good thing that happens, you know, sometimes we'll get the credit for it. Um, like, oh, man, the shop's doing great. It's uh, the boudin Pop-Tart or it's the, the lattes or whatever it is that we're doing great. Uh, but also owning those losses and owning the things that we haven't done great. Uh, maybe that's being an unsatisfied customer that happens and that really sucks. And I, I take that to heart and we've reached out to those who've had a bad experience that let us know, um, reaching out to maybe, um, yeah, owning those losses. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's, it's hard to almost like it's direct feedback to you, right? Like yep. not, not all of us, not all of us love feedback mm-hmm. Well, who, who actually loves feedback, right? We, we kind of force, force feed ourselves to enjoy mm-hmm. it because that's how we get better. Yep. Right. But, as as maybe like if you look on the other side of things as an employee mm-hmm. if there's a angry customer like yep. screw them they're not yep. worth the time right
1: you, you made a good point just now and i've said it before to people and i'm probably going to put it on a t-shirt um good reviews are good for my ego uh, yeah. bad reviews are good for business um i can learn a lot from bad reviews because i don't know if somebody comes in and says hey is the shop's great the shop's great awesome man you know i'm really excited but what if my numbers aren't showing it my numbers are going down. I'm only getting these good echo chamber feedback. Uh, we're just hearing the good stuff. right I may not be hearing from a customer that says, "Hey, I, I wish you had larger sizes, or I wish you had more food offerings, or I wish you had more seating." Whatever the case is, um, I need those bad reviews. I need those those negative things that come back, and you know what? I, I do need to fix that. You know, we've we've owned it, and we've had some customers that have reached back to us. But that's a culture that we've created and, and cultivated of um talking to customers and let them know like hey if you don't like it let me know mm-hmm. um there's no pressure on this if you order something if you're unsure of it it's your first time trying us uh if you try this and you don't like it let me know we'll fix you something else yeah uh, i'd rather eat the cost of fixing you another drink than eat the cost of you not liking it and having a bad feel of our shop and never once speaking good about it you know or, just, or never coming back or right? never coming back yeah that's you know, a even, thing. even if you don't come back let's say you're a one-time customer you're a person like me who go and visit a place, have a great experience, and I'll tell twenty people how great it was. Hey, you should go check them out. Um, what if I have a bad experience? And I won't bad. I won't bad talk any business because uh, I understand that it may have just been my experience. It may have, and I, I may have went on an off day. Good point. I may have had a um, um, let's say a waiter or a waitress that was just having an off day. I don't blame the whole business. Uh, now I may not take a gamble on it uh, because my. My muscle energy, my time, my money is valuable to me. I may not uh, take the gamble on that business again, but I won't bad talk them. I don't want to fall into that category and and take a chance of somebody either bad talking us or never having anything good to say about us. So, you know what? Let me make that drink again. Let me fix it. Let me fix your experience. I I want you to have a good experience. and Let me at least try. Um, And if nothing else, they'll remember that. They'll have a good experience because I tried. We may have made three drinks and they didn't like any of them. But they knew that we tried. And yep. we cared enough for their energy they put in to come and um, that they knew we cared.
0: sure just just as a as a business owner, right? Like remaking three drinks is means money. Yeah. Right? Like, 100%. That, <laughs> like that there's a cost associated to that, not mm-hmm. only the time that whether you're making it or, yep. or, or a team member's making it or, you know, just the, the, the actual like mm-hmm. Things that you make the drink with, yeah, right? Like that's all costs, and, it does. and it's worth. But but what you essentially what you're saying is it's worth it. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it it's that happy customers is, is, is. I want you to have a good said.
1: experience. I want you yeah. to I want you to leave feeling valuable and valued. Um, so whether whether you didn't enjoy your drink uh, just because it wasn't your style, it wasn't your thing, you were looking for maybe the unicorn frappuccino that I couldn't provide you, uh, but you left feeling a sense of value because i tried three times or i tried however many times to fix you the right drink right uh, hey we, we put in a lot of effort here instead of just saying not take that and you can hit the door if you don't like it I,
0: um, can, <laughs> on a, in a joking way can i say if somebody comes into your shop and wants a unicorn <laughs> frappuccino, oh, they, they, they should be kicked out <laughs> hmm. no, i'm kidding no i'm kidding that that was me that said that dave didn't say it just uh, like. <laughs> yeah, it was not dave that said that uh
1: but I, I don't think we've had anybody all ask for that. I yeah. mean, they, they know when they come and they look at the menu for the most part. And I'm taking a lot of creative liberties when I'm saying the Unicorn Frappuccino. Um, but there's times where they might ask for something that we, we miss the mark on. Our mm-hmm. drinks are on the lighter side of sweet, unless you specifically tell us you want it sweeter yeah, sweet. Because yeah. Um, we can always ask sweetener, we can't take it away. Um, and, and most of our palates are for our lighter sweetness side. But... Um, yeah, which we, we yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: can can you speak a little bit just about like the idea being being a business owner is one thing, mm-hmm. right? There there's stresses that I, I don't know if from the and this is not like a pity party for Josh by mm-hmm. the way, right? But but I don't there's stresses that people don't quite understand. Yeah. Um, and, and then another thing to kind of be a testament of of what what you uh, what you guys are doing um, is that like you're married to mm-hmm. s- to, like, your business partner, yep. right? Yeah. Like, uh, if Bobby and I were married, it, I don't know if it would be as good of a thing, you know? <laughs> the, you know, it's like, that that that's tough, right? Yeah. Like, I, I know that's tough. And so, how, how has that been? Like, knowing that, like, it, it's your business, mm-hmm. right? So, it's either if you guys do well, then y'all do well. Mm-hmm. If y'all tank, then, like, you literally have to start your whole life and yeah. career over, yeah. right? How has that been, like, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, but also working with, Like working with your significant other,
1: the uh, you know, and and when you say my significant other, there's also we joke at the shop uh, between Shane and Kylie and I about the thruple. Uh, There's three of us. (laughs) Love
0: that the thruple. (laughs) I'm gonna say we're we're not we're not in Salt Lake City right now. No, (laughs) no. Uh,
1: you know, uh, but but you know, we talk with Kylie a lot, and our our, man, our text messages are, are. Nonstop. I'm glad we don't get charged per text message.
0: <laughs> not anymore, anyway. Not anymore. Um,
1: <laughs> but we spend a lot of time together. And, you know, Kylie and I spend a lot of time together at the shop. Shayna and I spend a lot of together there. Um, you know, you and I talked a little bit before we started recording about Shayna and I's relationship and how there's never a time that we're not talking about the business. Um, now, we, we make conscious efforts to not do it. Uh, we make conscious effort to – because we have two small uh, daughters. Um, we make conscious efforts and intentional efforts to not um, – but every night we go on a walk and every night uh, we end up talking about the business, whether it be um, staffing issues for the week, like, Hey, this person needs to take off or what shifts do you have and which ones are, you know, uh, what can you get done during what shifts and things of that nature. Uh, or we'll talk about, um, Hey, what Saturday special do you have? Or what, what's, what's some things we have coming up. Uh, but we're always talking about the business always. Uh, and Sam with Kylie, you know, I'm, she has, and because uh, she owns a second business as well in New Iberia, car wash, get wet. Um, shout out to them. Go check them out. Uh, get wet across from um, the Walmart in New Iberia, Navarre. Um, her car, gra- car
0: washes are like booming, man. Like they, it, they, it is a great business to be in. They've been
1: around for a long time and have a great business uh, model, a great product of that. And I'm not just Love saying them. that because of Kylie. They, they have yeah. a great, a great thing over there. If they've
0: been along, do you know how many? Like how long they've been around?
1: A long time. Before yeah. the express car washes in life yet popped up. Oh, like wow. they've been around for they a long around. time. They've been around. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, any
0: business that's that's been around for that long, yeah. right? I, I don't even know anything about yeah. Getway, but like yeah. it has to be
1: good. But but you know, but Kylie came in with with uh, our customer service mindset. She has it as well, and it came from her car wash, and um, they have a great a great business over there. Uh, so if you're in the New Iberia area or even outside of the Iberia area, you passing through, go go check them out. Um, but she she came in and. Her and her husband are the same way. They have two businesses. You know, so imagine the conversations they have that just never turns off. You know, I remember when I was at Halliburton, she didn't care what what wells we were drilling or what fracking was. <laughs> right, like, she didn't care. Yeah. You know, or any of my other jobs. She, like, she, she would listen, but she didn't care. Um, we have a vested interest in several ways, emotionally, financially, a lot of just a lot of time put into this business. Um, she cares. So all of our conversations come with a lot of passion. Um, it's never turning off. Um, it's weird, man. Um, if you ask me how many hours I put in a week, I stop clocking in because I don't want to know.
0: Uh, <laughs> You're like, "What is my hourly wage right now?" Right? <laughs> it's like, let's let's not let's not talk about that. Man, it's
1: uh, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, but um, but it's it's. am um, hmm. We have we have to get paid to, to be able to be sustainable, right? Uh, but I don't know that's why I do it necessarily. Um, I enjoy working for myself. I enjoy working with Shane and Kylie. I enjoy this style of business. I enjoy I enjoy it a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, I which there's certain like free like the the benefit of owning your own business yep. and being an entrepreneur is that you get that freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get to do something that you choose to yeah. do, not what someone else is paying you to do. Yeah. Right. And but when you look at the some of the I, you know, it, I'm hesitant to even say downfall, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's the word. The responsibility, yep. maybe, maybe say that, like, the responsibility that you have is mm-hmm. that, like, man, like, how many, like, you employ people, right? Yeah. They, they have, like, like, they, you got to make payroll, like, yeah. that, that, that's a thing, like, it's always on your mind. It's like, hey, this, like, at the end of the day. Yep you're responsible Dave right like you like you guys are responsible for it not someone else
1: I have a different stressor when when the shop's running slow um, where our staff may be concerned a little bit more about tips and tip rates Uh, I'm concerned about will I have enough and honestly I don't have this concern Right. but it's it's my biggest concern is that there's going to come a day where I can't pay them or that uh, we're not sustainable and we have to let people go or and that's, a, that's a, it's a huge fear of mine, and, and there's a strive to not only succeed but to excel and like just be above and beyond, so that's not even a worry. And, right. and we've done a really, we, we've been really fortunate, and, and I don't for a second think it's all, it's all us. It's, it's, it's a mixture of um, Huya, uh, the three owners, it's a, it's a mixture of the staff, it's a mixture of our customers, it's a mixture of the, the city, the chamber. Uh, the coffee culture, the uh, Rev, uh, and the other coffee shops in, in Lafayette area uh, that have helped us be successful, yep. are successful. Um, so I don't have those concerns about not being able to make payroll or anything else like that. Um, but I'm terrified of uh, you know not being successful and having to go to them and be like, Hey, hey I'm sorry, this isn't going to work. That's man, that's a huge stressor. That's a that's a uh, burden,
0: man. That that's a burden that 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 I don't know if many people like really understand. Right. Yeah. And, and unless unless they've been employed by a failing business. Yeah. And once again, we're not talking about that. Right. No. But but it is like a lot of people don't understand, like being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, like you make things work. Yeah. Right. It's not like the business just yeah. I, I think a lot of people think about, you know, especially social media. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm gonna be an old grandpa right now. But mm-hmm. it's it's uh, we see these like lavish lifestyles that these people live and and whether it's fake or real at the end of the day like that that that, that's not everybody right yeah. like that like you you're not gonna open a business and be like oh man i'm going i'm going to miami beach every you know every once a month twice a mm-hmm. month kind of deal it, it, it's a little bit different but you know you, you kind of talked about like like you you just you 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 kind of take it take it and run with it right mm-hmm. like the you you you've went from getting forced to drink a coffee to going to coffee school right like once again by the way a little bit ignorant statement here i didn't know there was coffee school. i
1: didn't know there was either right uh you know and, and that's one of the things like uh we, we strongly encourage if you don't know look for somebody who does mm-hmm. and, yep. and draw from them uh, we, we lucked out and went to that coffee school we lucked out and had a great support system through rev uh like i said shout out to nathaniel johnson chris pickle his entire crew over there um those guys connor jacob Super great good, group, good, of guys. Good, good, good folks, right? Yeah, um, good folks. Man, if I have an issue, I'm calling them, and and they're going to answer and they're going to help. Um, but the coffee industry is like that in general as well. This style of coffee, I find, is really, um, it's, it's a good, it's a good community. yeah um, So,
0: well, it's kind of kind of a different, like not specifically upon coffee, right? But you know, being like a, in my mind, being a true entrepreneur is being innovative, right? Like trying to find, you know, how do you differentiate yourself from whether it's the competition or just what brings people through the doors, right? And one of the things that, like, that you guys are just known for, right, if you haven't been to Huya, uh, you know, you, you're missing out, so so go check it out. But it's, it's about your, your literally in-house made Pop-Tarts, right?
1: Yeah, uh, and, and what's crazy about the Pop-Tarts, and, and we've said this before, too, how it was almost an accident. Um, we were, we were um, our business model was going to be coffee heavy uh, mm-hmm. with a toast bar on the side as a, as a second offering for people who came in. Um, our pastry chef, Amanda Wildblush, she's here in, in Youngsville as well. Um, we, we brought her in to help us with setting up our kitchen, getting us kind of set up on how to run the kitchen side of things and, and offering pastries and what have you. Um, she was doing some some, some turnovers, little triangle shaped turnovers that were stuffed. I think the first ones were um, chicken and artichoke pesto. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, they were really good. Super good, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the <laughs> other ones she started doing were stuff with boudin and pepper jack cheese. And they were little triangle turnovers. And they were doing good. Um, and then I, th- I think what it was is that we could fit more on a baking ch- sheet or on a baking tray if we cut them into squares or rectangles. <laughs> Amazing, and, amazing, and that's, and that's how it went. Um, wow. And that's my recollection of how it happened. Kylie may may uh, be able to give some more insight. Or, or Amanda will. At the time, I was doing only coffee. I was only in the front, running the front of the house. I would come in the back and help, but I was ninety-nine percent of my my energy was put into the front, dealing with the customer experience, the coffee experience. Um, because when we first opened up, only only three of the baristas out of the twelve had ever made coffee before wow. in a cafe setting.
0: Yeah, that's a big learning curve right there, my friend. Huge,
1: (laughs) huge. Um,
0: That's that's almost like keeping your shoes on when you walk into somebody's house. Man, yeah. (laughs) Rookie
1: mistake, baby. Everywhere, man. (laughs) Uh, So most of my energy was focused up there, and Amanda and Kylie were running the back of the house with the kitchen and the pastries and all those great things. Um, So the Pop-Tarts came to be. Uh, They started doing um, different fruit stuffed ones they had mm-hmm. the boudin one that we were uh, we were topping with a crack limb, but that, that ended up not working it wasn't sustainable right uh, so yep. we started doing bacon that that was more of a sustainable model um, and then on a whim we were asked by our one of our uh, our reps that, that provide um, raw ingredients to us um, they said hey why don't you put it in for this competition that Pillsbury's doing our General Mills um, why don't you put it for a competition they're doing, and and see what happens. And we did, and we ended up winning. Uh, it was it was a nationwide deal. Uh, we ended up winning, and when that happened, they they part of the 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 contest is if you win, they put a lot of energy and money into marketing for you. So they called okay. all the local news outlets, they called um, different vloggers and people who were doing just different marketing things in our area. Yep. And it was a it was a voice that we didn't have, and when they did, things just blew up. And our pop tarts blew up, and uh, pop tarts are our number two seller. Uh, we make a, a variety of different pop tarts that go along, that complement well with our coffee. Coffee's still king. Uh, right. Coffee's still our biggest seller, um, but pop tarts are are in second place, and, <laughs> and they we, we move a lot of pop tarts, um, but they're all custom done, and it's it's. Um,
0: yeah, I was I was gonna I was gonna make a statement like. Don't think about the pop tarts you buy from from the store, right? No. These are the like, <laughs>
1: <Bougie>. <laughs> yeah,
0: these yeah. are bougie pop tarts, man. And, yeah. and and you guys always have like a really good selection too, we do. you know, so whether we have you're trying to get savory or a little bit sweeter. Yeah. So yeah.
1: we always have boudin. And what's funny is if you look at our menu, boudin isn't on there because we were probably uh, we we were looking to remove it because we were smart moving we were moving a few, but not enough for the energy we were putting into them. Right. Um, and so we were we were gonna remove it from the menu and we were just kinda hanging on to see what this competition was gonna do. We knew we made it to the second phase, but in the shop we weren't moving much. But mm-hmm. well, man, when this when this competition hit and we won and we went from you know, I don't wanna say numbers, but we went from selling a few to a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, marketing
0: baby, it does a genius. It was a good product though, right? Like product. it was a yeah. great product. Yeah. It's just not that many people knew about. Like yeah. when you think about pop-tarts and boudin, you don't really you put those think. two together, yeah.
1: right? And now we have a loaded one where we put a fried egg on top along with a creamy sriracha God that we make in house. Me, and it's, it's it's a really good meal. That's <laughs> going to be on our next menu. Oh, love it. Um, but <laughs> we have a little small handheld, like a little hand-drawn sign that says, don't forget about our boudin pop-tarts. Love that. <laughs> uh, and what's funny is if you, if you type in, in a Google search, uh, boudin pop-tart, we pop up. If you type in it in YouTube, videos yep. of our boudin pop-tart pop up. And we have a little sign. That let's say maybe costs us five dollars. <laughs> this is don't forget about our Boudin pop tarts. Don't forget about it, man. So, uh, but even our our sweet pop tarts. So we we always have cookie butter and strawberry, uh, and then we have rotating flavors uh, with those. Um, yep. So blueberry, Nutella, s'mores, chocolate, um, Bavarian. Uh, there's a bunch of different yeah, ones. Yes. Yeah, we rotate them depending on uh, on how uh, what the season is, uh, and depending on what the um, the requests are. Uh, we rotate those out. We make a lot. I think this year. Looking at the numbers, I can tell how many we sold. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I've done well over 10,000 Pop-Tarts. Amazing. Um, we pump them out, man. Uh, uh,
0: and and w- when was the competition? That was this year? February. That was 2021? Yeah. So, so w- beginning. Yeah. So we
1: put it in at the end of last year. Okay. Uh, we found out we were in the finalists, uh, I think in December or January. Okay. And then we uh, we found out we won in Febu- at the end of February. We found out we won. They did a big announcement. Yeah. Uh, I
0: remember, I remember watching the, I think you guys did like a Facebook live or something like that did. when, when, uh, when we the, did. when the reps kind of came out oh, kind of gave me the award. They or were whatnot. so mad.
1: They didn't know we were doing Facebook live. And so there was uh, 20 people nationwide that won. It was a, uh, it was, it was a 20 person, uh, winners. Like grand prize. Yeah. We didn't know they didn't want us doing the Facebook live. So one of our staff members is like Facebook living it and like live streaming it. And, um, they're Like, all right, when we got done, they're like, all right, cool. Oh, we're if y'all can hold off doing any like press releases, we're gonna announce the winners. <laughs>
0: oh, my bad,
1: <laughs> first time winners. So, it's
0: um, so, so you know, you, you you jumped the gun a little bit, but that probably benefited you a uh, little bit, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, we, yeah, we got ahead, screw those other guys, <laughs> and girls.
0: 19 19 winners. Ah, well, yeah, who are you? 19, you're, yeah. you're, you're not in something, nobody else yet. did a boot and pop-tart. That's,
1: Right. so nobody else can even say it Well,
0: but 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 here's here's the beauty the beauty like you didn't mean to like and they no. didn't tell you either no. right so it's a little bit on on their end like hey guys you won but don't tell anybody yeah. until until it's like this is this is a lot for like us and marketing it and blah 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 yeah
1: but hey man you that we were just so excited and we didn't know when, were proactive. They, when they came we didn't know we had won so we oh, knew we were right. the finalists um so they came in, like I said, we didn't know we won, they just um, corporate called us on a, on a Zoom call and um, did a little thing it was like, all right, well, you know, just want to let you know that, because I think they were telling us at the time, like, hey, the next step is going to be XYZ. Got it. And it ended up being, that was the call that said, hey, the next step is you won. Um, and so they, they did a big thing and they said, hey, you won. Um, I, I usually won't get big reactions. If you watch the video, uh, you have to do some snooping, but if you watch the video, like I, I, I reacted. I was excited. Usually I'm a little bit more low key than that. I'm the guy, I'm the guy who's watching a football game with you and is wondering why you're telling people to run. Like the motherfucker, they know. That, that that's the sport, they're, right? They're that's what you're supposed to, to do. do. Listen, and I swear I hope my mom isn't watching this, but I can't watch football with my mom because she yells, "Tackle them! You don't say.
0: That that's their job, right? You don't, you don't, yeah. You don't say, mom. It's yeah. It, it's like
1: win the game.
0: They should know this, mom. I think, you know, they, whoever. I think they get paid millions. Well, if, it, if you're talking about pro, they get paid millions of dollars to be able to do this.
1: Right? Yeah, I think they know they need to win the game. And that wasn't a, a jab at my mom, I'm, just no. in general. But I'm, I'm that person who's watching um, a sports event or any type of event, and um, it gives no reaction. Like, I just sit back, my arms are crossed. I'm, I'm enjoying the competition.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Um, and I might, you know, if there's a good score. Uh, and I went to a Saints game early this year. Nice. Couldn't tell you. It was the Saints and the Falcons. I couldn't tell you three players between the two teams. Like I had no idea. I was still thinking Reggie Bush was going to be out there. These were called in from Bobby Hines, the best time. Get out, out of the best. best did he? Did he literally?
0: Wait, he just called. He called earlier. What? Oh, what man. a chump, man.
1: Bobby Hines. You know, you know the thing about Bobby Hines. <laughs> What's that? He's the second because <laughs> he he's the not second. even. He's not even a junior. He's the second. He's the second. Um, I'm David Hines, the, the first, the, the better, the only. <laughs> The only, um, the better of the two hinds boys.
0: And and you do grow mad facial hair. I grow mad. He facial. did what? He bought five of them. Oh, did he buy five of them?
1: It's water shots. He, I bet he, you. Wait, what is it? It's Casamigos water. It. <gasps> I don't know what that is. It's tequila. Good
0: tequila. I'll take that. Yeah, this one will. I mean, we could sip it. It's a good enough tequila to sip for hey. sure.
1: I don't care. But I would say, I we say, say something. It. Yeah, we got
0: to say salute. Ah, salute. Hey, t- mm-hmm. t- to that's good good company. Hey, there we go. Salute.
1: There you go, Bob.
0: I mean, that's, that's, a, good. that's, that's th- a smooth tequila. That is a smooth tequila. That, so we didn't have to shoot it, but oh, I, I wanted to, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <So>. uh. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I start shooting everything. Just like, all right, let's go. go you, know,
0: I, you know, honestly, I thought about, like, hey, man, do you do shots? You know, I thought about asking you beforehand, but. I'm, I'm a
1: bourbon drinker. I love bourbon. Yeah, um, bourbon so I like bourbon. I like rye. I like Tennessee whiskeys. I like things like that. Um, normally, if it's a good bourbon, I'll drink it straight up. Depending on how much money I spend on it will depend on how much respect I give it That's uh, right, when I drink right, it. Right. So if it's a good bourbon that I spent really good money on or if somebody gave it to me. Um, you ever heard the passage, like some gave little, some gave all?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So... Um, if somebody, let's say you, you had $10 and you bought me a $10 bottle of some cheap, uh, was it, Old Crow or something like oh that, gosh. I'll bless. probably drink that straight up because you put a lot of effort into giving me that. And right. so out of respect. You're going to do fat. that. Yep. yep. Um, so that's kind of how I drink my bourbon is if if, uh, if I got a good deal on it or something like that, I'll drink it on ice and it's okay. Yep. But, man, if that, if that bottle meant something to tell me, I'm, I'm going to savor it. Um, I love that.
0: But but I think that goes to like your, you know, obviously not, not all listeners know you like, like yep. in, in – uh, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to say as well as I know you, you but <laughs> I feel like I feel like you, you and I are still, you know, we're, we're still getting to know each other just yep. in general. Right. But it's what I what I do know about you, Dave, is that like, man, you just you appreciate the smaller things. Yep. Right. Like the, the going out of your way to do a little bit more or like you. I know for a fact you'll go out, out of your way. And this is not even in business. This is just personally. Right. right. If you need help. But, you know, I would I would definitely say the the. Like, the, the family in general, you you guys have that, that great attribute, you yeah. know? You
1: know, so and, so far. And, and same with you, Josh. Um, I don't know you that well outside of your relationship with Bobby. Right. Uh, but it's one of those deals, like, I respect Bobby so much that if Bobby brings you into that circle, hey, you're good with me. I don't even got to ask you any questions. <laughs> you're good with me. Um, and so is, so is anybody else within your circle. Like, mm. hey, whatever you need, I'm here for you. If, brought, if Bobby brought you in, you get a 100% guarantee from me, like, you're good. Um, so – I yeah. love that.
0: Well, you know, it, it, it's it's a mutual respect, though, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that, that kind of goes a long way just just in general of, like, bring, like, surround yourself with like-minded individuals and people that are going to support you and not bring you down. Yep. And, and and that's what I would say the biggest thing. I don't, I don't care my interaction with you or Shana. Like, it's always been positive, mm-hmm. right? And, and you just don't get that very often. Like, yep. we, you know, not to talk bad about other people, but there's definitely a sense of, like, negativity sometimes when you do talk to other people and that that will bring you down just just in general, right? When and even like talking like the idea of talking about sports, right? We've been on business for, for for a good a good while now, which is good. Like and once again we could probably talk about years and years about business and yep. and so that just means that you got to come on the podcast again right man I,
1: i'm gonna start like reading up on sports the best i can i, I tried bringing in the, the the fact that i went to a saints game to try and give me some credibility yeah i love it like oh man
0: I went to a saints game what the fuck have you been doing <laughs> i have not been to a saints game dave
1: <laughs> we talked about it earlier though Shayna uh, was asking like what are you gonna talk about with sports like shoot man nothing you know, because we were talking about. Um, she asked me about the fight last night. Um, I went and watched the the, the fight last night, the mm. Poirier fight. Yep. Um, good friend of mine. It was Amanda, the one I was talking about earlier with the um, the, the pastry. Uh, Amanda and her husband Trey invited us over, and um, it was a great fight. But I, if you'd have looked over at me, if you wouldn't been paying attention to the fight, and looked over at me. I'm sitting in the corner with my arms crossed just watching, um, not cheering. I, I wanted Dustin to win. Uh, of course. I just wanted a good fight uh, as well. You know, yep. I, didn't, I didn't have a vested interest other than Dustin being from Louisiana, and I really want to see him win because um, it's, um, it's one of those things, like, you can run into him on the street, and that's just really cool. Like,
0: literally in Youngsville. He's yeah. been a house in Youngsville, right? That's insane. Yeah. So,
1: um, like, I wanted him to win, and I wanted a, a homegrown guy to, to, to win the, the fight. Um, it was, it was a great fight.
0: The highlights that, that I saw were, were that, you know, he can, he controlled a good bit of the first round. Yeah. Right. I mean, he, he had some heavy blows or they, they were exchanging blows back and forth, but when it came down to, um, like the the next couple rounds, that, that's when kind of, she got a little hairy.
1: Man, watch, watching him hit that guy, Oliveira, right? Yeah, Um, exactly. So watching him hit Oliveira in in the first round and really smoking him, uh, he had some good hits on him. Um, I, th- I think had the first round gone another 30 seconds or a little bit longer, yeah. I think, I think Oliveira was in panic mode. Um, what, what was Tyson's uh, phrase about everybody has a plan until you get hit in the mouth? Um, <laughs> that's a good phrase. I think, I phrase. think he got hit in the mouth and he was like, oh, shit, he lost his, his, his plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's my very, uh, amateur, um, vision of it. But watching the fight and watching his body language, uh, it looked like he got hit really hard and he was in survival mode and just trying to, trying to hang to on. Make him, yep. Um, during that break, he got some good advice, uh, and going into the second round, I think he took uh, took that good advice and got Dustin on the ground and was able to control him. Dustin did a great job of understanding that he was outgunned on the ground, um, and hanging on. Um, and Am I spoiling the fight for you? No, not at all. No. So hanging on, um, yep. Oliveira was was trying to do the best he could. Look, he was trying to rip his face off with rubbing his hands and, and his arms and elbowing. So tough, him good man. on the ground. Yep. Um, my kids go to jiu-jitsu in, uh, in Youngsville with, with Courtney um, Myers. And uh, so I have a very basic understanding of jiu-jitsu. And he was just um, – he was controlling getting some decent hits, but nothing with any real significant force. You know, yep. somebody like Dustin or any of these guys, they get hit a lot, and they understand, like, oh, it's not that big of a – like, it hurts. But And w- we may talk about this with running. Like, you know, you run past a certain point. And it's going to be uncomfortable. Mile six, seven is uncomfortable. <laughs> but you understand this is as uncomfortable as it's going to get. Right. And I can I can sustain this can uncomfort Our yep. discomfort. And I think Dustin was able to maintain that discomfort and, and keep going with it and be fine. Um, and Oliveira was just trying to earn points and things like that. Um, and you could tell when Dustin stood up at the end of that round, the second round, he was fine. Uh, he got hurt but not damaged. Right. Um, he, he could come back from a yeah. round like that. Yeah. And he wasn't breathing heavy. He didn't look scared. He didn't look worried. I think Oliveira left from that round understanding that he had earned some good points, but didn't cause any real damage, didn't have any real confidence going into the third round, uh, more than what he should have. Um, and in the third round, he, he he found himself on his back and, and was able to, to sink in that rear naked choke. And yeah. once that was sunk in, you know, uh, there was not a whole lot Dustin could do. You could do some things like slam him on the ground, but that's a real big gamble. That might not pay out. Right. Um, I know
0: there were some people who were commenting about that. Why yep. didn't they just slam, you know, slam him on his back?
1: You know. What, what could that have caused? It may have just sunk it in even more. Right. And I think there came a point in, that people need to understand with these fightings is there come a point where he thought that he had it. Hey, standing here, I have a better chance of maybe maneuvering some way that we're still slick enough that I can maneuver his arm out from my neck. Right. Um, and there's still a chance here where if I put him on the ground, that might jerk the hole that he has even d- deeper. So let's say his arm is here around your neck. And he's and fighting it, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And you can't see me, but if, if, if your arm is around the neck and maybe it's stuck on the chin, and when you go to the ground, that may jerk it even, sink it even further in. Well, now he's got you. And and like I said, I'm no professional when it comes to fighting. Uh, I'm. A,
0: neither, neither am I. So. I'm a
1: professional in common sense, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, all right, yeah, that makes sense to so not drop him on his back because that's just going to sink that even further going forward might be detrimental he might hit his own head and might cause the same jerking effect that would just cause it to drop down um, so I, I think Dustin fought it for as long as he could and then it came a point where it sunk in on its own and and we didn't see that split second that he went from maybe having a chance to hey, I no longer have a chance and and these professionals are smart enough I from what I've read and what I've heard Getting choked out can be the same effect as getting knocked out. Where every time you get knocked out, it makes it that easier the next time. Mm, yep. Um, same with concussions; it, it makes it makes it easier the next time. Well, getting choked out is the same way, from my understanding. Yep. Uh, somebody much smarter than me might be listening to this and say hey, he's full of shit. <laughs> but from my understanding, no, I, yeah. uh, every time you get choked out, it, the next time is easier. So um, he he took a, a professional decision, a loss. Yeah. And, and hey, there's no hard feelings. I'm not. I don't have anything to prove. It's fucking Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Man, so, prove what?
0: Yeah, it, right. I mean, how accomplished is, is that guy? Yeah. And I'm gonna screw up his record, but like what, 29 and seven or 28 and seven or something like that. I mean, you, you don't win that many fights yeah. without. And, that, and that's just like pro career, right? On that's that not, stage. Yeah, on that yeah. stage. I'm not even talking about amateur. Um, yeah. Look,
1: I, and, and thank the,
0: you for watching the fight because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we that, that was that was good commentary. On yeah. It.
1: And, and you know, watching him, he, he had a um, he didn't quit. I, I, there wasn't a quit. Um, now I thought the fight before the 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 ladies' fight. Um, I, I want to keep on to say Martinez. But I know that's not uh, right.
0: Um, uh, is it Pina and? Pina and um, no. Oh God, it was. a I mean,
1: great woo. fight up until the end. Yeah, and, and she gave her back up and, and
0: But she was getting beat though, yeah. man. I I, I I don't think whether she meant to give up or not, she was getting beat. I
1: though. think she realized she was outmatched. Yeah, and and, was and there were some body language things. You hear me say body language, but there were some body language things that came up on the walk in throughout the whole thing. I was like, oof. Oh, really? You yeah. caught that? Yeah, I was like, oof. Oh, shit. She doesn't feel, she's not in this. Um, and, and maybe it may have been she had a migraine. And you have had a migraine? You're just like, man, I don't want to fucking do this. Yeah. Well, these, these fighters get that the day of. And I'm they're here, human, and right? I have to. Yeah, they're human. I'm pot committed to being here, um, but I don't feel it today. And, and that may have been a thing. And she had two belts. From what I understand, she had two belts.
0: Oh, she was definitely she was expected to win.
1: Yeah, so yeah, um, it's to give up one belt and still have another is still maybe if she was fighting in a weight class that was higher than hers. Right. Um, and this is my ignorant um, take on on the fighting thing because I haven't been following it, but uh, that was just the body language things that I was I was observing. Um,
0: I, I love that though. I, yeah. I think that 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 goes a long way. Being able to pin something out, like yep. if you're if you're emotionally intelligent enough to like read that body language and you're you're. Mm-hmm about to fight someone or a coach and someone in that side that's big man yeah we
1: need to understand these things even in conversation and business or whatever um you need to understand body language and (laughs) you can you can uh we joked about the uh the 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 sweater that i have on i'm wearing a gorilla christmas sweater that has a christmas hat on and jingles i mean it it
0: it is beautiful like I didn't see you right when I walked in. Obviously, you got here before me. I think right. you mentioned that before, but I, I didn't like see you, but I saw you. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. right? Like, I saw your sweater, but I didn't know it was you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hadn't had this on, you'd be like, "Who's that creeper that looks really uncomfortable <laughs> in this bar and had never ordered and put a tab?" You man, I, I
0: thought I thought I was gonna be here before you, so I was like, man, oh, it, "Man, it'll be it'll be no big deal."
1: Listen, we joked about that before the podcast too. How I get upset when people don't work as hard as me,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: also get upset because I'll never let you work as hard as me. Right. Um, I'm that way with being early. I get upset when I'm having to wait on you, right? But I will never let you get it here earlier. Okay, than
0: me. so so first off, I walk into your house. You invite me to your house and you feed me, yeah. right? And I walk into your house with my shoes, shoes still on. on, and then bro. I invite you to the podcast, and 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 you come here before me. So <laughs> so essentially, you hate me in both instances. <laughs> I had my old headphones. I already
1: and you had told me like, hey, I got your drinks. I already had two drinks. Just yeah, to make you did. Sure, I mean, just to make sure, like, hey, you're not gonna get over on me. <laughs> I'm getting at least two. Well, well. These drinks aren't from Bobby. They're from me because I'm <laughs> a better Bobby, by the way. <laughs> I agree.
0: I agree with that, Dave. Bobby the third. Did you call in the shots before? No, did you really?
1: I won't tell you. Oh, come on, Dave. I'm <laughs> like,
0: wait. I'm like, all right, tomorrow I either got to give Bobby a bunch, a bunch of shit or I got to give you yeah, some shit. Yeah, but these
1: shit. people on here I ain't got to know for,
0: <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit, right? As think oh, they wait, right
1: remember, up. but right now, yeah, right now they know that I won. It's all about body language. When a chicken dinner.
0: Look, I, I just I need me, you and Bobby to do to just do a race. Oh man. Right? Us three do what a race. race. Just a race, I don't know. We'll just run. Well,
1: who's gonna come in second? Uh
0: you're Bobby. Not me. <laughs> well,
1: no. Third might suck for you, I don't know. <laughs> you I, guys are you, guess, you guys do have a little bit I of I guess engine. you're okay with third place. <laughs> 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 if you are gonna come in second, <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> This is
0: going to be trouble, man. This is going to be, like, I, I guess it has, it, it needs to happen then. Yeah. Right? You know, I was a little intimidated by the last run. I think you would average like 8, 10 or something like that. It was like a and five, six mile, run. Six mile yeah. run, like 8, 10 or something. I was like, I was a little intimidated by that. I was like, ah, I could probably pull that off, but it's going to hurt a lot.
1: That was in the rain.
0: That was not there. You David Goggins it. It was
1: uh, It was pouring it. down raining. Oh. My phone wouldn't charge. My, I had to take my headphones out. I was running with a headlight on because it's Louisiana. I didn't want to get hit. You're uh, right. You, you probably would have because so of Louisiana. I, I, like, if, if windshield wipers are on, headlights are on. So, like, shit, my headlight's on. It was 4 o'clock in the afternoon. I've got a headlight on running.
0: Hey, you made it, though, right? You yeah. made it up. Well, so, look, <laughs> as soon as you get done, get, get done with that run, I got a text message from you. Like, hey, man, next time you want to join, I almost got hit. I'm like – why the fuck would I want to join you right now, oh, man, right? Survivor, Survivor, Youngsville. Who who would have thought there was this, there was that going on? we will be in the pond.
1: I'll <laughs> we'll be in the pond with a spear.
0: <laughs> Look, ne- next time we're just gonna uh, we're gonna ask Dustin. Like me and you will go run, do that yeah. exact same run in the in the rain, and we'll just invite Dustin Portier oh, to come man. join us, man. Gosh, since oh, he'll be our next door neighbors, right? Oh man. <laughs> I'm like hey man, I bought some hot sauce. Next door neighbors.
1: Over. Where is he gonna
0: be at? Well, I thought he was like uh, over here by Agave. No no no. I'm sorry, a Blue Apache. You know, take a right down there, and yeah. there's some really big houses. Really? I think he's building right there. Man,
1: he should have came in a pond with us, man.
0: Well, you know, That's not everybody can get a house in a pond. Shoot, <laughs> I'm kidding. I got one. I want to say no, I'm kidding. Really? I'm ki-. all right. Dustin Poirier. Well, speaking of, of, of Poirier, man, you know it's it's uh, everybody's gonna give me shit because when he fought McGregor, I bet I bet against or I bet against him, so I bet for McGregor and I lost a bunch of money. So, you know, good good for Dustin for that. But, um, man, what a class act. Uh, that, yeah. that interview at the end where he was talking to, um, uh, what's the guy's name? O- Olivier? Yeah. Uh, Oli- um, Olivier? Olivier v- o- v- oh. <laughs> Dave, you fucking with me now. <laughs> Olivia. Uh, whatever, whatever his name is. Come on. <laughs> Help
1: me out, man. Help me out. Monica, maybe. I don't yeah, know. well,
0: whatever his name is, and, and he uh, he committed to donating 20 grand, yeah. right, towards his home country, which yeah. I think is around like Brazil, like it's in the country of Brazil, but somewhere's around there. But like, what a class act! He literally just lost the fight, yeah. man, he just lost the fight, and he's like thinking about how he can benefit somebody yep. else, right? Obviously, I'm sure whether you won that fight or lost that fight, you mm-hmm. made you made well, yeah. right? You did well just on the on the payout of it, because um, you know not many people are main card of a pay per view fight. But um, just class act, man. I, I, I don't think even McGregor, which I lost a lot of respect mm-hmm. for him after yep. that fight just because of how much of a shithead he was and how like Poirier, no matter what, man, he's just, just genuinely so, a good guy.
1: So with me, like I said, we've talked about body language. When I see stuff like that, like there's an abundance of confidence in Poirier for doing something like that. When yep. when somebody like McGregor or somebody like that, there's an abundance of confidence um, lack of confidence you know there's right. a there's a self-esteem issue there's there's gonna be something that's causing them to act this way and it's not you know when somebody walks in and they're strutting like that it's not a confidence issue it's a distraction from whatever <laughs> um, um, self-esteem issue they're having or great lack point. of confidence that they're having great point um, you know like I said you know maybe with this this goofy ass sweater that I have on it's not because I have confidence to wear this gorilla sweater. It's because I have a, a severe Inconfidence in this podcast Or I have right. a, a, a severe Inconfidence in being in this bar And ordering a tab Or something like that So I'm, I'm honestly just trying To distract people from my, uh, my confidence issues Of ordering a tab Or ordering a, a drink at a bar Because I don't know how Right uh, So Connor is probably The same thing Where he Don't get me wrong He's a great fighter Yeah uh, And, and um, I think he's done well But there's probably some He maybe went into that fight Knowing that he was outmatched and so he's having to overdo that by, um, showing this, this big out, al- um,
0: just alpha male, alpha yeah. dog, gorilla. Yep. Yep.
1: So, uh, just being as big as he can, as, as wide as he can to show. And then he lost, right. And he Which
0: lost. And that's where I think he showed, showed his ass, right. Yep. Because he was talking and He had to double down on it. Oh, he's talking yep. a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yep. So it was, it was even, and then like to, to bring like Poirier's wife in. And, and once again, I'm bringing up a bunch of old shit, mm-hmm. but I, I, once I'm, the point, the reason why I'm saying all that is to really just, mm-hmm. like, lift Poirier up. And, yeah. like, man, even though there was a loss, and, and obviously he's the hometown guy, so, you know, there's going to be some love Here. for him. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some love no matter mm-hmm. what. But I think the um, the, the idea is that he, he's yeah. just a, a stand-up guy, yeah. man. It, or it seems like, from the outside, professionally, he knows what Th- he's doing.
1: This, this was my take on it from watching it. And, and mm-hmm. it, it, if I didn't think Poirier was from from this area, if I just thought, you know, if it was um, – Porgier in his French or something like that, whatever. <laughs> Porgier. Porgier. Um, I would look at it and say he's got an abundance of confidence and he knows that he is a top-tier fighter. Yep. Uh, and in a, a slight turn of events would have won that fight um, Unconditional. you know, would have, would have outmatched him. And I think that was two top-tier fighters. Um, that It just so happened that um, uh, Oviere over there it won. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. But Dustin knew, and and the other guy knew, that hey, it could have just easily been easily made. been the other way. And yep. hey, I just happened to win today. And um, I, I think that takes a lot of class. It takes a lot of confidence, and it takes a lot of uh, self awareness of knowing your skill level, uh, where McGregor didn't. Um, don't like I said. Don't get me wrong. He's a great fighter. I wouldn't want to see him on the street. Um, <laughs> yeah. of course he's a he, trained
0: w- he's a trained fighter right yeah uh
1: but uh i think he probably knew he was outmatched in that fight and was trying to do things to um, mentally mess up poirier which which didn't work no, um because poirier went into that fight again knowing not just believing but knowing i am the better fighter yep which, yeah. which is beautiful yeah. yeah so um you know at,
0: at the end of the day tough loss you know uh and, and then to know that he was playing uh playing he was fighting for a belt you know yeah. so so i i just wish that at my core for him that he could could have got that but yeah but i think you know man up upstanding up uh individual who you know he, yeah. he's he's gonna do well no, no matter what if we transition from port the Poirier fight right <laughs> i think overall tough loss you know yeah. like you said i think he'll he'll learn a ton from it man have you been keeping up with the saints at all
1: I have not. It, um, so I did on the, on the walk here. So I walked from my house here. Um, on the walk here, I looked up to see if they even won or lost. And I wanted to know that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. They actually so won. They
1: won. Uh, I don't know who they played. They um, played the Jets. They played the Jets. That's cool. Um, the As Miami Jets? Like, what's going on It's <laughs> not the Miami Jets. Aww. It's the New York Jets. <laughs> That's your team. <laughs> Oh. Uh, it's it's
0: okay, I, Dave. I got you. I got you on this on this end. You yeah. I, you know I wanted to ask you a question, so it would it would honestly set me up for yeah. it, right? So, it's man, it, Dave. If I could if I could educate you on this season, man, it's been a season of of disappointment, uh, yeah. simply because we have we have such a great defense. Whether it's the I mean our run our run defense was one of the best in the NFL, but I really feel like our you know the secondary has been stepping up. You yeah. know. um, we played the New York Jets, mm-hmm. so we won. It was like thirty to nine. Uh, we had a last minute uh, touchdown. We probably shouldn't have had, but it's the New York Jets. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like
1: playing Patterson for your homecoming game. Like you, you know Wait, you're gonna what? win. Say what? Yeah. Wait, like Franklin playing so, Patterson? Like no. man, we
0: must we must have went to different different. Uh, well, obviously know. went to different schools, but yeah. different time of, of, of. I
1: was I was in Franklin from 2000 to 2004, uh, and I feel like we beat the Patterson. Um, Every, every time. So we, um, like we, we purposely was sought them out for homecoming.
0: Because <laughs> you play the sucker for homecoming, right? Play the sucker for homecoming. Well, so. well I, I got into high school in 2004 yeah. to 2008. So I think we just we just might have missed each other.
1: Yeah, hey, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> and we
0: were, we, we, you know, uh,
1: Franklin, uh, I think West
0: St. Mary was a bigger threat than Franklin was. Yeah,
1: West St. Mary just was still okay. Yeah, the victors know. write the uh, the the histories. So. They do, right? Right. We, we did a great job. Y'all lost.
0: Y'all in 2004, after 2004, maybe I can speak something. A I already. Y'all went different.
1: to the bowl at some point during my my high school. Uh, I don't know about career, but my high school oh, playing gosh. time. Y'all went yeah, to the bowl we, once. when did we? Yeah, that's 2002, uh, I think. 2002, 2003, something. like something that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: No, that that was a that was a beautiful season. You know, Kendrick yep. Smith. Although, I mean, you know, if you if you're listening to the pod and you're from the St. Mary Parish area, you know you know that group of guys, man. Yep. That was. Uh, that was a talented group of guys that yeah. that 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 did some really really great stuff, you know. Overall, the Saints, it was a W. Mm-hmm. We needed it. What well, we're six and seven, so we're still technically in the playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got to win out. Yeah. So we we have what another four games. I think we play, you know, um, uh, Miami, Carolina, Tampa again. I think there's one more game I'm missing out there. But we we got to win out to even yeah. like be considered to be a part of the wild card. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough tough road ahead of us um the biggest thing I think a big topic Taysom Hill right yeah he's uh he he, he started again excuse me this week supposedly he had like um some sort of sword tendon um that happened last week the week before and um he couldn't grip the ball very well he looked like shit, yeah. right I think the I would prefer probably Trevor Simeon which is the backup to the backup in there than Trevor then uh, excuse me than Taysom Taysom can run, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we need to use him for. And obviously, if he plays the whole entire game, he has an extended amount that he could run. Um, but, man, he, we just can't throw the ball. So a combination of, like, not being able to throw the ball and having really shitty receivers, it, it was just a tough game to watch. Obviously, we won, um, but I wasn't very happy about it. The, the biggest thing to, to pinpoint is our defense looked great, yeah. right? Um, once again, we played the New York Jets. Or, Dave, to – we played the Miami Jets,
1: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: so it was it was it was just rough, you know. And we always mention at least mention the Saints. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm torn. I, I feel like we just need to end this season and like start the next one. But I miss I'll, I'll miss football so much, right? It, it, it'll be it'll be a kind of a. Uh, a, a part of the a part of the process, but look, hey, a W is a W, so I can bitch as much as I want. But I think you know, overall, I'm 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 happy for it, and uh, I guess we'll see. Totally off topic, right? Uh-huh. I'm so su- I was such a big Drew Brees fan because I was just like brainwashed, and 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 I'm glad I was because I just I'm a Saints fan, right? So I was so brainwashed that I just hated Tom mm-hmm. Brady. I, I couldn't understand why. But now that, that Breeze is retired, like, I appreciate him, mm-hmm. right? And there's a sense of respect. Like, they dude's like 40-something and playing professional football yeah. and has, what, seven rings, six rings, something like that, something crazy. So he is le- legitimately, like, the GOAT, I'm and he, he will be a Hall of Famer. wearing a Gorilla sweater. <laughs> I mean, You know, pretty comparable, Mine isn't it?
1: my own shots. <laughs> Did
0: you really buy him? I
1: don't know. You, you... <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: you're never gonna tell me. Learn,
1: learn some body language, bro. <laughs> I don't know the body language, man.
0: Come on. I'm gonna tell
1: you. What?
0: Hold on. But this is the thing, though. Yeah. I believe you, I you w- whether you're joking about it or not, because oh. Abigail is a fucking amazing liar. Yeah. Like she is. Yeah. Because Carl's done something very similar, where he, Carl, <laughs> is that a, a Walking, walking dead. dead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl bought some shots and then told Abigail, like texted Abigail. Mm-hmm. Like hey tell tell the guys it's from the strippers at the bar. And we're
1: like dude we were there's four dudes up there. <laughs> they
0: they could be strippers, man. Dudes could be strippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, th- there was there's there's some ladies at the front of the bar. And we're like what? Like me and Tyler we were just geeking, like you know you just don't get that very mm-hmm. often, right? And then uh, obviously 5 minutes later Carl's like nah, man, it was from me cuz we were like so intrigued like who the fuck like but anyways, guys, I, I think we're what? I think we're a little bit over an hour, man. I'm sure there'll be some 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 good um, uh, some editing since mm. I don't know how to press the record button properly. This whole so thing was not recorded. <laughs> the only oh, recorded dude. Let's go into the bathroom. God bless. Hopefully, well, you know, well, uh, our previous listeners would enjoy this. At least we didn't bring the microphones to the bathroom, right? Oh, At least enough. that much. Car- Carl's already done that. But, Dave, man, it, it's it was a pleasure to have you, man. A no, pleasure. Man, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> You're excited to be- no, hold on. I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped to be, pumped here. To be here. Now, man, it, it was a it was an honor to have you, man, and, and to shed some light on a little bit of your experience and and just to, you know, I, th- this podcast is going to be a little bit different. It was definitely more like life heavy mm-hmm. than sports heavy, but um, our podcast is about. Sports, Life, and Fun, mm-hmm. right? So, so I definitely know that we, we checked off those two, Life and Fun off of those, man. But we, it, 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 any last words you want to you wanna send us off with? If not, we'll, we'll close it up.
1: No, man, I really appreciate y'all doing this uh, and giving me a platform to be able to come out here. Um, I appreciate you giving us a platform for huya for, for Shane and myself and Kylie. Um, and re- really, it's just... I was excited to be here. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> no, <seriously. laughs>
0: Well, no. Notice, like one thing that that we that we I think take a stand on is that we don't really promote any business that like we don't believe in yep. ourselves, right? So we come to Corner Bar because I mean I've all not always come to Corner Bar, but there's a there's a different and you you said it. There's mm-hmm. a different level of service you get here mm-hmm. compared to other bars, yep. right? And so if you yep. want to experience a higher mm-hmm. level service, it's yep. kind of the same thing for Huya, right? One, kind of once again, if I can close up with that, like. If you yep. want to experience a higher level of service, coffee, and just exp- Boudin Pop Tarts as yep. well, go go to Huya. It's right there in Youngsville. What y'all address, by the way?
1: Uh, it's it's th- 1901, Shaman Metairie, Lot 1. We're next to Lux Spa, J. Elliott, Poor, and it's going to be the new bar called Mabies. Um, and then we're right by there by Bure, Local Tax, and uh, Zorba's are across the street from us. But, um, yeah, speaking of corner bar, the... I'm a big stickler for customer service. Yeah. I, I, I point that out when I go places. Like I said, I wasn't here more than 30 seconds before the young lady walked over um, and asked me if I just needed anything. It wasn't high pressure. She's like, hey, can I get you anything? Um, and it, she helped me through the menu because, honestly, I, I've never ordered from a bar. I drink at home. Yeah. Uh, and she helped me through it, and, and it was a great experience. So I imagine whether you're, you're a rookie like me or a veteran bargoer, uh, really good experience.
0: you know, it was really cool. Yep. It's awesome. Dave, once again, man, thank you so much. Appreciate your time here to the listeners. Um, once again, really quick, I I don't think I mentioned before we close up, um, shout outs to, to, uh, I I think the past couple weeks, some people have gone, gone to our square site and they've, uh, they've buttoned around for the, for the boys. So shout out this week to Ridge Russo. Hopefully I I said your name uh, right ridge but thank you for the for the round my friend appreciate it um hey we got swag online uh go to our square site check it out follow us on instagram or as katie would make fun of me ig check us out be interactive man we just want more people to be interactive with us and let us know your feedback so appreciate you guys until next time dave once again thank you so much go check out who y'all coffee thanks guys